well thank you so much leanne and jasara for for joining me today really really interesting stuff that you're building it and have built and kind of want to dive into to a lot of it let's let's start by just talking about the idea of sort of cool points club and sort of the ideation of it i guess what was that journey to even you know, think about this, right, and actually start it. So granted, it really all started when I had my son, Oscar. He's two and a half now, so it's it's a wee while ago now. But um, I think coupled with a little bit too little sleep and uh, and a climate documentary <laughs> called actually actually it was called Ten Billion. I, I remember it distinctly. Okay, okay. It talks of, talks about the population of the world reaching ten billion, um, and basically it's it's not a good story, right? And it and it kind of woke me up. I just you know I was probably what I'd say is like everyone else. You know, you're aware of the climate crisis and you do your little part. You know, you recycle, you do what you can, but you know that's sort of the extent of it. The rest is kind of like left to oh, someone else will kind of fix it. And I, you know, I guess having a kid changes the the outlook that you have on the on the planet for the next hundred years. You know, all of a sudden it's become a whole lot more important what's happening. Um, you know, even after the the years that you might not be here. And I started to do the whole thing. You know, got a worm farm, sold one of our cars, bought secondhand clothing. Um, you know, changing changing lifestyle, but it felt not really like like it was much. So I, you know, it wasn't really getting getting anywhere. So I started to look into that, went down a bit of a rabbit hole there and quickly sort of found out that, you know, tackling this individual footprint that we have is 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 really an inefficient use of our time. And at the same time, Jacera is a very good friend of mine. We've been friends for many years playing football and, and all sorts of sports together as we grew up. And we've always bandied around ideas, you know, we, we were sort of always cooking up, creating things, thinking of stuff that we could do. And actually she texts me on one of these days that I was thinking about it, thinking, you know, what are we going to do here? We have to do something. She texts me saying, right, let's do something. Let's, you know, let, let's get something actually going. And I said, well, great. Cause I've got, a, I've got an idea. Here we go. And yeah. And it all really started out with just trying to make uh, solutions cool, essentially. Mm, like right, we wanted right. to get rid of, um, and just here I can talk to this better, but you know, that narrative of the doom, gloom, blame, shame story that, you know, surrounds the space is actually something we just thought is so demotivating. It doesn't appeal to us and that my others must feel like that too. And then when we started to get into the nitty gritty of it, you know, it really was also taking away from not, and this is a little bit controversial to say, but, you know, forget measuring your individual footprint and trying to work at that. Let's just weave in ways. Let's start, you know, let's do something rather than nothing. Um, and let's start making it easy. Um, that's where we really got to. And I don't know if, Jacera, you want to add any more because it's definitely your side of the story, you know? Yeah, coming at it from a different angle to Leanne, for me, um, working in creative industries, we work in a lot of brands that are just about profit, profit, profit. And as we've shifted into a more purposeful era, I found that brands were wanting to put purpose and putting the environment, putting inclusivity and diversity at their forefront. Yet the reality is, is it's all a bit of a facade. And I think Leanne, mm. Leanne and I talked a lot about there's just so much stuff out there that says it's something that it's not. Um, and for us, when it came back to the climate, it was so like, how do we demystify all of that? How do we make it feel like more attainable to the everyday person to actually do something positive? And, and a wee joke saying, do something positive without becoming vegan, I think was kind of our, our mm. mantra. Um, and that's <laughs> where we, we came to was about, let's try and make climate action mainstream. So mainstream, in fact, that maybe you don't even know you're taking part. Right. You know, it should be, it right. should be something that can happen every single day without us necessarily having to make drastic changes to our lives. And I think it's also great what you've built is it, it's that ease of use, right? Where you're not disrupting lifestyle because I think mm. a lot mm. of what we hear is, is sort of the doom and gloom thing. 
but when mm-hmm. you you come to a person like you said that maybe has a small family and is trying to work on their career like all mm-hmm. of a sudden come in and say okay change your complete lifestyle everything you're doing is wrong you're a terrible mm-hmm. person right mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. not gonna get anywhere right that's an yep. immediate disconnect and mm-hmm. like that's a terrible starter for for trying to build anything yeah anything yeah. right let alone like a very <laughs> complex issue that like takes some time for you know education and understanding like why these things are beneficial right i think that's absolutely also yeah. a, a yeah. big part of this so i want to concentrate on maybe the two I know there's a few initiatives with 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 the Cool Points Club, but let's mm-hmm. talk about uh, two. One would be sort of the cool gram aspect of leveraging Instagram for for things, and then the other one is Island of Island of Cool that you know really integrates Web three with NFTs. Let's get at the cool gram part of it first. Tell me how that works because it's really interesting. So really, we came up with that purely like what we just talked about, right? Like as in, there's so many people using Instagram. Yeah, we yeah. use it. All, you know, a lot of us use it, you know, probably too much per the day. And we wanted to show people that climate action doesn't have to be giving up or changing your lifestyle. It can be weaved in. So it can be something that we're already doing, that we're already doing a lot of, and that we actually enjoy doing. So really that was where we started with that. You know, what is it that we're all doing that we love doing, Mm -hmm. but this could actually be made into climate action um, or as we like to say, make, you know, make it cool. What we did with that is, and, and actually the kind of mechanics of how it works is we simply take the, the measurement or the carbon footprint measurement of using your Instagram account. We measure that per minute. So, you know, we don't measure it, but there's lots of studies and data out there about what it takes to to operate the systems in terms of an energy right. energy energy need essentially, and then what you get is a is a per minute carbon footprint. We just extrapolated that out for the twenty four hours in the day, and then added a twenty percent buffer. So basically, even if you are on your Instagram scrolling and posting all day, you know you you you'd still make that your Instagram account carbon negative by by subscribing to our service. And that goes to what exactly, right? What is it actually? Yeah, that's a good to. question. Yeah, so Cool Points Club as a whole, everything we do, we are purely set up to fund emerging technologies um, in the mm-hmm. carbon removal space. So this is not planting trees necessarily or, or you know nature-based solutions. We're really looking at these emerging technologies that sit in this space that we need as as you know as a species for these to come off if we are going to be able to you know hit our targets that the IPCC require. So this is things like biochar, direct air capture, um, mineralization, marine permaculture, and then a whole bunch more. But the cool thing about this space is like, we need them, but they do exist. The the problem with them is they're just super expensive at this point in time because they're new technology. And like all new technology, you know, if it takes its time for the market to kind of finally realize and the price can, you know, the that, you know, people do start to use it. The price comes down because the technology can, you know, get better and, you know, and things can scale, but they won't happen quickly or at the speed we need them to, unless we start putting money that way quickly. Like other companies behind this, where we saw it first happening and what kind of inspired us is the likes of Stripe, Shopify, Microsoft, mm-hmm. and they're really doing exactly the same thing, buying this stuff at, at what is a higher price per per ton compared to say, you know, traditional tree planting. Right. But the difference is that you one, you're gonna scale these technologies, which we right. absolutely need. Two, most of these things are really high quality carbon credits. So you get high permanence. In other words, you know, some of this stuff will will go forever, if not you know, thousands of years. So compared that to say other things, which again, we still need, you know, we need all of them. We need um, reforestation and, and, and all that sort of stuff too. But we chose really to focus this in where money isn't already kind of heading and scale these projects up. Do you want to add something, Jasar? 
<laughs> I was going to say not so, not so much about the actual carbon removal itself, but around the origins of Coolgram. I think Leanne and I both being based in different cities and different countries, we're quite conscious early on that we would be creating this digital footprint that we kind of wanted to address. So everything we do from emails, our websites, all of our digital interactions, we offset as a business. Um, and a big part of what we were wanting to do as a launch to get out there and get cool points out there was to run physical activations. Um, right. Obviously with COVID, uh, sort of limited what we could do in that space. So we thought, well, hang on, like we've, you know, we've worked out and we've done the math as to what your digital footprint might start to look like. And so how could we package that up to a user to say, hey, for X amount of dollars, you can offset your usage on this social media channel. And what we've found is actually quite an important conversation starter around, yes, everything you do has a footprint of yeah. sorts yeah. Um, at varying scales. And so I think it's even just educating people around, you know, the actions that you take do have a carbon consequence. Is there a, a verified organization or someone you go to to find the projects to mm. finance and, and to sort of yeah. fund? We mainly buy at the moment off a marketplace called Pure Earth, and they specifically um, deal in carbon removal projects, but they actually, at this stage, they really just have to focus on biochar product and they've just bought on a soil carbon credit think actually i think it's brand new and so we we buy a lot through them because they have third-party verification and going through um other ones we do directly and for them we've used like i said um stripe and um, mm -hmm. stripe shopify have come to the space they've actually stripe particularly have been extremely amazing and everything's yep. open source right so they've done they've done a lot of auditing and they put all their the people that they support, the impact partners that they support through, you know, really tough criteria verification process. Um, so anything that we go do directly comes straight from them. So that that's what they're supporting. So we just basically piggyback that. Otherwise, we wouldn't have the we wouldn't have the ability to put them through yeah. that with a, being a startup. So that's where we're focused at the moment. And again, the verification process around carbon removals is really quite limited you know there's this one marketplace puro that's really operating in the space and sort of leading there um but you'll find that this is all so new that it's it's, it's yeah. not not like forestry for example stripe climate does a great job and you know using them for a while just to cause artist right so you know mm. just one percent of all the revenue that that mm -hmm. you know we get out of cause artists that goes to stripe climate because <laughs> right. you stripe yep. to, to process the payments yep but it's yep. an easy yep. way for businesses to like you said just like Correct. Yeah. You know, the cool ground is easy way for consumers or business to get involved. Like, yep. Just your processing fees, right? Like, just your, there, there's sort of these little bitty bricks you can do across, you know, your business that can give back or fund actually products Absolutely. that are companies yep. that are scaling, right? That's, I think that's yep. the important factor yep. in all this. Mm -hmm. I want to kind of chat about, you know, so, so cool gram is, I think, a bit, you know, easier to digest, right? Yeah. Sort of offset. I think it's like five bucks a month, right? Is that correct? Five, yeah, five bucks a month. Um, yeah, well, sixty the year, but yeah, exactly yeah, right. Yeah. Now, Island of Cool is something a bit different, right? And and yep. much more. I like maybe we'll dive in a little deeper here on that because it's a really really cool concept. But I think it, it might be a little bit more intricate in how the offsetting works through through the NFTs and the trading and yeah. all that. So 
Yes. Let's talk, give us just the overview of Island of Cool and like what it is and sort of what it does and, and maybe the, the overall vision for it. Yeah, so Islands of Cool is actually, what we're doing here is it's, the mission is pretty simple. We just want to build a, a digital place that has environmental significance for our real world. And I know that's a bit of a mouthful, but if <laughs> you can think of it like a carbon sink that exists in a physical world, we want to effectively create that in a digital sense. And we're using art and NFTs to create that space. The, the how we get into it um, is really harnessing these NF, the NFT technology, right? So upon Mint, that prompts us to remove carbon. And this is all just by using funds and how we, how we work them and which wallets they go to, et cetera. And then, of course, these um, NFTs that we create, we create them as what we call digital carbon sponges. Um, and they all have uh, royalties amongst them that obviously go to more carbon removal. As these things are bought, sold, and traded, the impact continues. So the aim is to to use art here to build what we call islands of cool, this this digital space, and and really have that place acting as a you know as as a proper impact for our physical world. And so so I think is are there a hundred is there a hundred yeah, technically like I, plots of land like or, or yeah NFTs. So I, Island one, island one is our first island. And what we did with that is it's one art piece of art. And we've actually broken that into a hundred smaller pieces. And we are selling those off at a hundred, uh, sorry, a thousand US dollars per piece. And that is effectively, yeah, our earliest, earliest investors in the project that people that get this and want to see it grow and, and, and take off as well. I like to call them that they've jumped on the crazy bus with us because it is a bit of a mad, <laughs> a mad plan, but you know, um, you know, nothing great was ever, ever planned if you were just being boring, right? So, so yeah, so we've managed to sell, what are we now? 52 of these plots already. Mm -hmm. So we've got 48, mm -hmm. 48 to go. And yeah, so this is, this is Island one. This is just the first piece of what we call the map. And we, we expect to grow out that map and also introduce different collections along the way. We've got next on the roadmap is like our version of a PFP, not a PFP, but you'll have to wait and see for more details. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we like to kind of take the space and get creative with, you know, what's going on here. Um, Cause it's, you know, you look at what, you know, these the, part of these um, PFP projects and stuff like that have achieved in terms of just revenues over the right. last, you know, nine, 10 months, it's eye-watering stuff. Right. And, you know, not everything can be like that and you can't always be a board ape, nor do we necessarily want to be, but sure. we think, that you know there is there is some power there that we can harness that you know financial financially to to really become potentially the biggest carbon removal project ever you know um yep. in terms of funds you know this could be bigger than you know your your x prize you know elon musk x prize 100 million dollar x prize so yeah that's where we saw what was attractive about this was and getting into the space is that you know it is possible to to generate a lot of funds and if you know these things are programmed to do that job no one can interfere with that there's not a you know a wildfire that can stop this you know mm -hmm. like th mm -hmm. this carbon ain't coming back and yeah we we just really liked liked that concept and and, and again bringing art into it so when a, when somebody buys it just to be clear you would have mm. to have soul for this right so it's equivalent yeah, we, to usd but they would need to hook up a yeah, you do need a wallet to, to receive the NFT, right? So but we've made it super easy for um, what we what we really want to do. And I think really what the space that we're working in is probably your non-savvy crypto user. I, they right. might know what it is, but they probably aren't prepared or set up to go. It's certainly not Solana, you know, maybe people are underneath, but for obvious reasons, um, mm -hmm. you know, just with energy efficiency, we didn't go on ETH. So what we've tried to do is make it super easy. So we do have it actually have a credit card payment set up as well. When a person buys, let's say buys one, right? Like buys mm -hmm. a, 
let's say like an acre or whatever whatever mm -hmm. you want to call it, like a plot of land, a piece, right? Yep, yep. A piece, yep. yes. Does that initial purchase do anything or does it have to then be traded for the... Yeah, no. The offset so, to sort of happen, happen, right? Yeah, got you, got you. Yeah, no, so um, each piece is one ton. Um, one ton okay. of buyer char and then um, any royalties that come from any secondary trading, which obviously we don't, we won't open up until we've completed minting, sure. but um, any royalties that come from that will go into more projects. And again, like I said, right at the start, our plan is to really support all of the emerging technologies in this space. So what we will end up is having this portfolio. So it may not go back to more biochar, but it also may, but um, you know, it could be any of the other emerging technologies that I sort of said before as well. And I want to get Jasara's take on this because I think <laughs> building this and designing it, I mean, it's really it briefly done from an aesthetic standpoint, um, from the design, you know, just from the copy, like there's a real sort of pop to it, right? Which is amazing for for this, you know, early stage project. But I guess walk us through really figuring out like the design and to the copy to try to help people, you know, understand what this could possibly be. It's just, it's just really well done. So I guess, I guess walk us through sort of the stage of actually building it and creating the brand essentially. Yeah, I, I guess Leanne and I are both the the biggest NFT purchasers. We're, we're very new right. in the space. And so we've come out of it, at it from much more of a storytelling and branding perspective around what if there was this island or series of islands floating in the middle of the ocean maybe on you know this island of plastic that we that we hear about and we see photos of mm -hmm. what would happen if this was just left to grow and evolve and have you know its own inhabitants and things like that so our imagination kind of started there of like what if we had this like imaginary or fantasy space that could fundamentally be drawing down carbon from our real world so that's kind of, I guess, the idea. And then from there, we then sort of built out this, this idea of these islands. So from a website perspective and a branding perspective, we very much wanted to build out something that felt a bit more like a travel travel blog or a travel magazine yeah. Yeah. where, you know, the goal would be like, what's the temperature today on Island One and, and <laughs> what language is spoken? And we sort of, Leanne alluded to our, our, our next drop, which might be more around our inhabitants. And, and sort of start to tell that story. And it also just gives us a good platform. You know, as a startup, we, we're evolving constantly to give us a bit more of an organic platform as well that doesn't just speak to NFT and crypto natives. You know, we wanted to tell a story about what we're trying to achieve to get people on board for the bigger vision rather than buy these NFTs and you will be able to trade, trade them in a short period of time for cash. That's not right. kind of what we're trying to build. So everything we come back to comes back to how do we make our projects available and accessible to anyone? And granted, our first drop maybe isn't that accessible financially to anyone, but our goal would be that as we continue to grow, that we'll have the ability to get more people on board and involved in these projects. I kind of want to talk about the, maybe we'll end here on sort of the, the the big vision, right? I know that's kind of difficult to talk about the future and like the vision because it, it's 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 very dynamic space and, and things move kind of quickly and fast. But the idea of having more sort of right, you know, islands and having more and more available, like I guess I guess what's possible here would be the question, right? And maybe what do you look at success being? I think well, when you ask what's possible, it'd be easy to answer <laughs> what's not not possible, right? <laughs> Truly, the space and, and and a big part of this is is we don't know where this will end up, and we quite openly say that on on the you know on our website is that um this is going to be a journey. We don't know where we can get this to. We want it to be 
the biggest thing ever as in you know in terms of a digital carbon sink you know this could be super important to our planet this place that we're growing um and that that is the vision and that is the plan to create to be able to actually create that what we do see i guess is as we grow this out is what we hope is is a, is a lot of collaboration in terms of maybe bringing in brand partners to build yeah. future islands with us we yeah. obviously want artists to step up and take part in this people that we think can can add to this um, with their brands that they've built bring their people along that's what we see as, as being really important to at least succeeding in the short term anyway to Sarah would that be fair is, is there anything else you'd like to add to that yeah I was, I was gonna say we come back come back to our slogan of reimagining climate action I think yeah. we like to think we can reimagine everything we do um, yeah. including the NFT space we sort of look at what everyone else is doing and think ah oh, you know there's so many players in the space now why don't we do it a bit differently and so even today you know talking about our second and third drops it's like well actually let's just go against the norm almost because for us it's it's not just about having a big board ape yacht club where it's kind of an exclusive community for the elite we want to continue to have opportunities that we can tap into that community but also bring in our own community um, and engage people that you know aren't necessarily in the space so for us it's it's that constant challenge of how do we rethink what the current norms or current trends are to become more and more inclusive for everyone really really amazing stuff it's i mean it's look i know we're early in all this stuff but you know, the more and more I dig into it, the more and more I learn and the more and more I figure out. And I think the more and more people, you know, do that and maybe not look at like the value of a certain coin or the value of a certain yeah. NFT and actually look at what the rails are, like what's being yeah. built and what's possible. Yeah. I think much like creative people will continue to come in this space and look at what can, you know, what can I build here? Right. Not mm. like, what can mm. I sell? Like, look, at the end of the day, if you're good at what you do, you design cool stuff, like the money part will come, right? Like, if, of course, that, yep. that'll just happen, right? But yep. I think when pe more people kind of understand what you can do with this playing field from a creative standpoint, like creatives are mm -hmm. going to do incredible things. Mm -hmm. Builders yep. are going to do incredible things. And mm -hmm. I just think it's just going to take some time, just like anything, right? I mean, the internet mm -hmm. took 20 years, yeah. right? I mean, there's still yeah. people learning how to use that, right? So yeah. Yeah. this will be a process, <laughs> but I think it's just the early stages of like what I see, I'm sure obviously you see it as well, is, is really interesting. And obviously, there, you know, there's the board at Yacht Club. There's these things that go viral, right? And, and kind of mm -hmm. take away a mm -hmm. lot of the spotlight from some of the different projects yeah. that are doing day-to-day -day, like real work in the real world. And I, this is why I love this is because it, it takes you know the web3 and the nfts and all that goes with that but actually does something in the real world and that's what i'm fascinated about is how do we blend both of these worlds together yeah. so yeah yeah and thanks so much and get one to work for the other right like yeah get one. No, it, it, we're seeing we've that got, it can right it's just yeah, figuring out got, the creative ways to do it exactly right we've got the chance to build it now like this is we're staring at the future here and i think that's really the allure here is that we actually have the chance to structure this so it can help us with our problems mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um if we do it right and if we do it right from the beginning even better and yeah that's exactly it well thank you so much again for taking the time best Appreciate of luck it. for the next uh you know decades <laughs> decades to come with this and, and just you know continued success so i appreciate thank you, taking you so the time. much grant yeah thank Love you